Welcome to the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. I'm Lyanne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm, to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome back, beautiful souls, to another episode of the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. I'm your host, Lyanne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play with me today. Here we are. It is January 2023. And I um, sort of plan out these podcast episodes, um, especially the solo ones, like probably a week or two in advance as to what I'm going to talk about. Um, and then my guests, I sort of, as you've seen, they're interwoven in between my solo episodes. So I already had this topic in mind for this week's episode, but not actually from the aspect of new year, new you. Um, but more specifically because we're leaving for a trip tomorrow, a, um, a road trip, we're taking the boys to Florida for a week. And so the topic of letting go is something that um, I've worked on a lot. We're letting go of control, specifically, of what other people should be doing, expectations, how I want things to go when we travel. That was more what this podcast episode was going to be about this week. Um, so I'll get into that. But then it was like, huh, this is a really great conversation to have for the new year, new month, new day, however you want to label, you know, wherever you are in your life. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about the experience of letting go of control when it comes to travel with a spouse, with a partner, with kids, when you're doing, you know, all the things where life is not as structured, but also talking about the things that I'm personally letting go of in 2023. And on the flip side of that, what I'm allowing in as I shift into becoming more of the woman that I desire to be. And I really want you to consider doing this exercise as well. Look back, right, for only a moment, because if you've listened to some previous solo episodes, you'll realize that we only live in the now, right? Looking backwards and dwelling on that doesn't do us. Looking forward to the future pretty much erases of where we are, what we're living. But if you want to play along and do this exercise with me, I think you'll find it quite beneficial. And so we want to look back for only a moment, right? To become aware of where you are currently in your life and how you can become 1% better. And if you say, well, Lyanne, I'm good, I'm fine where I'm at, I have the great life, the great job, the perfect family, I actually challenge you to ask yourself why you don't want to expand or grow or just have new experiences in general, right? Because as humans, we're here to experience life. And if you're hiding behind the belief that your life is great or perfect, and it very well might be, there is always room for growth, always. You know, I have a coach that I um, 
you know, I listen to a lot of her stuff. I'm in a lot of her, uh, her Facebook community. And she always asks, you know, to give a number, give a number on a scale of one to 10, where you are uh, on this specific, whatever random topic it may be, or where are you in this part of your life right now? And if you're saying, I'm a 10, I'm a 10. No, you're not. And she gets me every time. You're not. Because there is always, always room for improvement and growth, no matter how amazing your life is. Right? So if you disagree with that, that's cool. But I ask, I I challenge you to ask yourself where you can be 1% better or why you don't want to because you think or believe that your life is great because we can always grow even if it means you know drinking more water i know i use that that sort of analogy a lot but it really is that simple right when it comes to growing and expanding it doesn't have to be those big crazy shifts it can be the small things that bring you more joy more fun more freedom more flow into your life so we're going to i'm going to get into the whole aspect of why I wanted this week's episode to be about letting go of control. But I also want to talk about what I'm personally letting go of this year and what I'm allowing in because I just feel this energy and a lot of the women um, that are in my circle are feeling the same. And even I see it on social media as well. Like there is just a lot of energy going on right now in just a lot of people, a lot of places, a lot of things that are happening in the universe, in the world. And I feel it's a good energy. There's still a lot of darkness out there, but you have to be able to look beyond that and bring your energy back into yourself, your surrounding, your bubble. Of course, not negating what's going on, but where you can be 1% better because when you bring your better self into the world, that has a huge ripple effect on how it affects the people around you and the world around you. So letting go of control. First of all, why do we feel the need to control things, people, aspects of our lives so tightly in the first place? Maybe you can resonate with me on that. But this is one area, um, specifically when it comes to traveling, that I would hold so much control on are wanting to hold so much control on how things played out that I ended up having a miserable time, right? I wanted things maybe to be so perfect that it ended up not being perfect because there was too much control. And I find, and from my experience, is that when there's too much chaos or overwhelm or clutter or things going on, when our schedules are too busy, sometimes we've find things to control in order to feel a feeling, whether that is of being useful or of having more structure, right? When in other areas of life, other areas of our life, there's actually no structure at all. So when it comes to specifically this trip, (laughs) as the kids were younger, I always wanted them to be eating the right things and eating at specific times and going to bed at the right hour. um, Because Like, I like to make sure that we're healthy. And I know that eating specific times and what we're eating is going to give us more energy. And obviously, 
when we're sleeping better, that's going to make us feel better. I know how important it is for myself and the humans that I live with, right? What it takes and how they tick. And so I ask you to think about how that is around you. Like, is that something that you can let, let go of your too much structure or is it and why that is, right? So I was always in the wanting to um, have meals made, which is not a bad thing, have meals made, meals prepped, making sure we had all our water, eating at specific times, you know, going to bed at a specific time. And one other thing that I'm sort of letting go of, but not so much, but it was really the aspect of not spending not spending a lot of money eating out. And that is a whole other conversation about money mindset and how that can either be a lack or scarcity mindset when it comes to that, or it's also on the flip side, just being somewhat reasonable and saying, hey, we don't need to spend money on this when we can do this. So that's a whole other podcast episode, which I have scheduled out. So that will be coming. Um, but that was one of the biggest things. My thing was, okay, you know, we, I was so stuck on having things planned out, meals, and then when am I going to get my workouts in? And that it felt that it was just making everybody miserable because we weren't going a little bit more freely or feeling like we were a little bit more relaxed. So when it comes to letting go of control, even though... I am still going to have my own personal meals prepped because I know that that is what is going to make me happy, right? Those are things that I know that I need for my mental health. Um, but having the plan be a little bit more loose, right? And letting go and being in the flow a little bit more important is more important sometimes. So that's the first thing. The second that I am so committed to letting go of this year is stuff stuff. And I have been diving into a little bit more Marie Kondo. <laughs> if you don't know who she is, I'd like to say that maybe you have been living under a rock. That's not insensitive, but she is amazing, amazing for when it comes to decluttering and how to go about that even when you don't know where to start. And sometimes that's why we're so cluttered is that we just don't know how to get rid of stuff because we're so attached to things from our past or our history because people are giving us gifts and we don't want to offend and we don't want to upset people. But knowing in your true being that maybe the stuff is what's causing all the chaos and the overwhelm is a good place to start to get rid of things. And it, it's like as the boys have grown they both just had birthdays. They're now, I can now say I have a teenager. Alex just turned 13 and Max just turned nine. They're grown and they've grown so much in the last year that there's old clothes that need to be given away. Um, there's toys that just need to go. Um, and so I truly feel the energy when all this stuff is just hanging around of being no use to anyone anymore, that it's time to appreciate and be grateful and remember the memories that these things brought to us at that time in our lives 
and then release and let go of that. And that's, again, go and read, learn about Marie Kondo because she talks about how to learn to let go of stuff, of the stuff. Um, so that is one of the second, that's the second thing that I'm letting go of this year is stuff. And I've already started. I took um, three big boxes of toys and donated them back in November. Uh, I gave two big bags of clothes away to some people back home. So it's starting, right? And it feels amazing when you can open a closet or open a room and realize, oh, that stuff is no longer there, right? It's no longer, it's, it's gone on to someone else now who can appreciate it, who can make their own memories. And that brings me joy all in itself. So that's definitely the big one. The third thing that I'm letting go of uh, this year is actually not doing the things that I want to do. And I did a, and I might have even mentioned this in one of the last episodes, but as a shift worker, we get we, we get tired. Like my husband and I get very tired from weird shifts and then being up with the kids during the school time that then we don't want to go and do things in the evenings or on the weekends. And I've decided when there's things that I see pop up that come into my world, um, I'm like, that I really want to experience, that I'm going, we're going to do it. And <laughs> along with that, the letting go of the expectation that everyone else around me wants to do the same thing. This is huge, Right forcing other people to do something that you want to do that you know you will enjoy, but that maybe they won't want to do. And as parents, oh, I see this so often that we, you know, say to our kids, hey, let's, let's do this. Let's, we're going to do this. And they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. And is it because, you know, they're kids or is it that that just doesn't resonate with them? Like, I love going on walks, right? That's one of my non-negotiables. That is one of the things that fills me up with energy. My kids are nine and 13. Unless they're walking around Universal Studios, which by the way is what we're going to be doing next week, they really don't want to go for a walk in nature all the time. And so allowing myself to accept that and not put my expectations on other people while doing the things that I want to do is one of those things that I'm, I guess you could say I'm letting go of that and calling that in both in the same sentence for this next year. So we have some amazing trips planned, but it's more than just that. It's taking time to maybe, you know, and again, this rolls all into filling your own cup up first and finding the thing that brings you joy. If that means you're going to go sit and read for 15 minutes or that one thing that you know that you can do that is going to make you 1% better. I, I love to sometimes just sit and color with my kids. That I know I can do with them, right? So it's literally allowing when the urge or that nudge comes up to do something, to follow it. Because if you follow any type of... Mm, let me say, I'm going to say manifestation rituals or things for manifestation. It's all about following the nudges, right? And listening to that inner being. But it's not always about the big things, right? It's not always about manifesting the million dollars or the car. 
It's about manifesting the next amazing moment in your life. And sometimes that can be manifesting a moment to sit with your kids and color. So manifestation has an interesting word, right? Because everything we do, we manifest. Um, It's creating your own life. And how do you want to spend the next chapter, next year, next whatever of your life if you don't adhere to the next new year? What is it that you want to manifest? How do you want to live your best life in the next 365 days? And so on the, on, on the whole other aspect of what I'm letting go of, what I am allowing this year or what I'm calling in this year is more fun and more abundance. And that really is um, when it comes to manifesting, <laughs> I guess you could say it really is about following the things that bring you joy, right? It can, get, it can be so easy to get stuck on autopilot and live Groundhog, Groundhog Day every day that you have to be aware and actually make a decision to do something different. Making a decision to do the same thing is still a decision, but making a decision to do something different is where you create those experiences that you want to create. I mean, you can sit in your home and say, I wish, I wish, I wish, but until you take the action to make the thing happen, then you're going to be exactly living the same life every day. And again, you may say to yourself, I like my life the way it is. And I challenge you to ask yourself why you don't want to change, why you don't want to expand, why you don't want to have new experiences. Because there's always underneath those layers, there's always something else there. And one of the biggest things, and I guess if you, again, there's so much talk for the last few years, what's your word for the year? And I actually picked this word And it's more my phrase that I've had for a lot of this year, but it's really picked up uh, a notch and in in my body and my energy in the way that I'm feeling is to trust myself more this year, to make decisions, to go against the grain, to not have to do things the way that everyone else does things because that really keeps you in a box. And if I'm willing to... like start this, starting this podcast, you know, I know a few people obviously that have podcasts because I listen to them, but no one in my immediate circle has a podcast. And it's like, this is something different. This is something new. And a lot of people might not understand this journey that I'm on and that's okay because it's my journey. And every day I'm striving to be 1% better. So again, this podcast episode was really about, and it, and it can be, you can look at it as, you know, letting go of the control specifically for when you're traveling. And that is something that I am going to really embrace uh, as we leave for this week away. But um, being in control of what I can control when it comes to what I desire on what keeps me sane, what makes me feel good, um, as well knowing that it's okay if not everyone, you know, does the exact same thing. Now, 
I know that my husband agrees eating eating healthy. We're going to be moving a lot. We're going to be drinking lots of water. So those things aren't so much of um, sort of a concern for me. But it's more the, okay, I don't want to spend a whole bunch of money because I don't want to be eating crappy food. So that's a balance or a harmony that I need to get with that it's okay if the kids have, you know, chicken fingers and french fries. It's okay. I have to let go of that control because, you know, a couple days of that is not going to harm them. It's going to be fine for them. We eat healthy and, and are very healthy as far as sleep and nutrition goes all the rest of the time. So me lightening up, right, and being a little bit more relaxed with those things, letting go of that control is going to actually allow and call in more fun, which I just talked about, that is definitely one of the things that I'm calling in for 2023. So take this with you. Again, do this exercise. I'd love for you to uh, share on social media what your biggest takeaway is or what it is that you're going to let go of this year and what you're calling in for 2023. And, you know, or just shoot me a DM on uh, Instagram and let me know because I always like to see where people are expanding and how you're growing. And I have so many things. And as I said, I feel the energy for 2023. And again, it's probably because of the circle of women that I am surrounding myself with over the next year for this mastermind that I have joined with the coach that I am having this year. She is just expanded so much in the last year that I've known her. And I feel her, she is committed to helping me do that. And when you have someone who is committed to you. You are committed to yourself, right? You hold yourself accountable. So I'm excited for what 2023 is bringing all of us this year. So again, I would love for you to share on social media what you're letting go of in 2023, what you're calling in for 2023, and follow me along on this journey. And I am trusting myself to do some pretty amazing things this year. In this podcast, I've got some absolutely amazing guests lined up. And um, you're going to just, you know, you're going to learn a lot, I think, and be inspired to make that shift, whether it's little or really, really big in your life. So thank you for pressing play today. And we will see you again next week on another episode of the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shipper Group podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shipworker and on Instagram at Lianne McGaughy. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.